This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Psycho Girlfriend. What is Jess. wrong? <laughs> Me. <laughs> it's Psycho Girlfriend Jess. <laughs> you know, there's some people in relationships that love spending time with their partners, and then there's those that just go too far and actually become super smothering and maybe don't even realize they've done so. I'm pretty sure with one decision that Jess made last night, she has just gone over to the dark side. And what is that? I'm going to a bachelor party with my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone what? chill. What? Let me tell you the situation. Everyone chillax. I'll tell you what's going on. What? What? So, what? So, here is the deal. My boyfriend, Garage Boy, is going to a bachelor party next month. One of our friends is getting married in Vegas. And that's, you know, that's he's super excited. You know, he can't wait to see everybody. Whatever. Go live your life. All, all, and men, all men going on this bachelor party. All men going on this bachelor party. Dudes only. Guys. Dudes only. Yeah. They have all these plans to do all these fun things. All, you know, brown oh, yeah. out. Whatever guys Vegas. do together. Whatever. Got it. And here I am minding my own business. And he was like, you know what? What if you came to Vegas with me? Oh my God. So when I'm at the bachelor party, you can hang out with your best friend that also lives in Vegas. Backstory here I have a best friend. Her name is Stephanie. She lives in Vegas. She is the love of my life, besides Garage <laughs> Boy. And she lives in Vegas, and I have not seen her in two years. And he was like, why don't you, we fly together, oh I go to the bachelor party, and you go spend the weekend with Stephanie because you haven't seen her, and then we'll fly back together. And I was like, oh, my God, that is such a great idea. Is anybody else in this bachelor party bringing females with them? Well... I don't know if it exactly counts as bringing a female with them if the only time Garage Boy and I are going to be together is at the airport. You're going there. You're going there with him. You're going to be in the same city. I mean, like, are you guys, like, going to hang? Are you going to hang out with them? No, 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 no. I wouldn't hang out with them, but we are both going to be in Vegas, so it's not like I would be tracking his location and specifically avoid those, you know, those places that he's at. Like, if I see him, I see him, but, like, no, I'm not going to actively go and, like, hang out with him. But, yes, I would be in the same, you know, vicinity. I'd be on the Strip. I'm sure he'd be on the Strip as well. How do you both not realize this is a 
terrible idea. And most Why? of it, honestly, I'm going to put in his ring because I feel like you might just be a little bit of an innocent bystander. But you can't bring women along on a bachelor party. You can't bring them. Y'all, you're going to Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm just telling you right now, if I was coming to this bachelor party and I found out my dude over here is bringing his girlfriend to the same city and like knowing you two, you'd be like, well, let's just meet up for, like, why don't we just meet up? We're both, we're in the same block. These two have a hard time separating. So I feel like <laughs> if you were even near each other, hey guys, real quick, my girlfriend's down the street. I'm just gonna hang out with her a little bit and then come back. That's a real possibility. That's not true. That's not true. We would not hang out. And honestly, to me, I thought this was so, so sweet of him to even think of me and want me to spend time with my best friend that I haven't seen because he knows how much I, like, miss her. Do you know this sounds psycho? Are you able at all just to be like... Maybe it's a bit overstepping. This is a guy's weekend. And even just for the other sake of the other guys in the group, how about the groom himself? Like if I'm in, if I'm having my bachelor party and one of my guys, it's just the guys. He's like, well, my girlfriend's like down the street. Like I would feel really Wait, why would he be that? mad if I'm, if we, we would only be flying together and then leaving it, not, the you, airport? Both of you have successfully broken bro code together. Why? You're both accomplices why? in this. Can you, I mean, am I wrong or does this sound psycho to you? Wendy in Baltimore, does this just, does this sound psycho to you? No, because he invited her and I genuinely feel she's going to go hang out with her friend. I don't think yes. she is going to worry what Garage Boy's doing. Every Thank you, Wendy. Like, am I being a psychopath or is my boyfriend being really, like, uh, like compassionate thinking about me and I'm... having a girls weekend with my girlfriend? I think he's being thoughtful. And, hey, if you haven't seen your girlfriend in a while, it's kind of a win-win. It's someone to chat with on the airplane. And you go do you, and he'll go do him, and then you'll see each other again on, at the airport. I don't believe that exactly. for a second. Wendy, you don't know these two maybe as well as I do. These two. No, I, I'm i a very big follower of Jess. My daughter is her biggest fan. <laughs> so you know she doesn't. She, she She's like, I actually know her better than you. She's attached to <laughs> the hip. These two have not left each other's side in over two Two years. They have not spent a day away from each other. But they're young and in love. Let it be. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, Wendy. Thank you for calling. Hey, believe me. I've been married for 17 years. They will get to the point where they want to vomit when they see each other. Shout out, Wendy. Shout out, Wendy. Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling us, Wendy. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. 410-583-1065. Nancy, does this sound psycho to you? This is... I give him so much credit. She should absolutely go on this trip. You give right. him credit. Her boyfriend, her inviting her to go. She's she's not going to be with him. She's going to be with her girlfriends. There is. I thought it was so sweet for him to even think of that idea. Every code of, of bros has been destroyed today. Okay, <laughs> the bros are, the bros are, are, are crying the bros are in the river. Today. The bros are crying. The weather. You know why it's so cloudy outside? It's not because the, the temperate. It's literally because the bros are sad today. Because all the code. It doesn't make sense to me. To hang out with them. She's going. All she's doing is flying in the plane with him, and right. she's going home. Way and he's going his no, way, it doesn't and matter. I give him all the credit in the world no. for thinking of her and inviting her to go along. I can't, I can't get behind it. It's so sweet for, for the for all the bros in this world. I can't get behind it. The codes have just been destroyed. But all right, thank I, you. I would like to. I would like to listen to the station and have a guy call and say it's absolutely perfect idea. She I'm, should definitely you know, I would go. Like, I would like to hear that too, <laughs> Chuck. You're you're a you're a bro. Yeah. Should Jess should Jess do this or absolutely not? I don't think it matters. There's two different people doing two different things. 
Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I think you're taking it way too far. You don't think it's breaking the sanctity of bachelor parties? She's not going to be there. Wait, say it again, Chuck. She's not going to be there. She, she will. She will find a way to be there. You know how this goes. No, I won't. Uh, uh, I don't. I tell you what. Like the last chick I heard on the radio, she said, "You know, when you're married, you you can be in the same house, the same room, <laughs> and not even you know, know they're there. You don't care what they're doing or who they're talking to or what their plans are. You just want them to leave you alone." <laughs> so, just. Um, I don't agree with that. I, I don't. I don't think she's going to go or find out. She's not going to care. She wants to go see her friend. This is the future, yes. by the way, Jess. Just so you know, this is the future. So this this is what it will turn into. Okay. Thank you, Chuck. We appreciate that, man. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. You too. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Oh my God! It is. Uh, it is Joseph from Baltimore. Joseph. Oh no. Joseph. <laughs> Tell her this sounds psycho. You can't have girl. You can't like like Garage Boy has broken a code here. Jess is like an accomplice in this situation. She can't just go to Vegas. Kramer, sorry, but I don't think it's that psycho. Come on, dude. Yes, Joseph. What is wrong with you? Yes. What is wrong with yes. you? Literally, what is wrong with everyone I mean, in this situation right now? Because look, bro. Because look, here's the thing. He didn't invite her to the bachelor party. It's not like he's showing up with her on his arm. Like, hey guys. Mm-hmm. We're going to the party. We're going to the club. Like, yeah, she's just yeah. coming to the same city. Like, are you? Are y'all even staying in the same like hotel room together? No, I would literally be with my best Joseph, friend. Joseph, you know these two. They'll be like, oh wait, really quick, we're just gonna go to lunch together, guys. Like, can we yeah, just we, we just have we we, we made thing. dinner plans at the at the Bellagio. Like, no, no. I don't know, cause I I don't know, cause I would. I feel like I would probably do the same thing Garage Boy did, especially if my lady had a best friend in the same city. I listen. That's a I good man right there. You, That's I, a good I am man. You, I would be so upset if this was my bachelor party and I knew that my guy was bringing his girlfriend, even if it's just in the same city. It's like this is supposed to be guy time. You guys are attached to the hip. You can have a friggin' weekend apart. This is just about That's, bros. I would be with bros. my best but friend. It, but it is still guy time. That's the thing. Parents. This next segment may be hard to listen to if you got kids, because I think you're about to get some cold, hard truths that you're not really ready for. <laughs> I thought about this last night because I have a friend that teaches over in Arizona, and she just happened to mention, this is, we, I was talking to her last week, and she just happened to mention, she was like, I wish I could tell the parents of my kids in the classroom to stop trying to friend me on social media. Mm. She's like, my Instagram is private for a reason. Yeah. And I find it really weird when like the parents are adding me on social. Like we're not friends. So it's bizarre to me. It makes me feel uncomfortable. She wants the boundary there. She wants the boundary. Mm-hmm. But she said it happens all the time. And since they had just started back to school a few weeks ago, she's like, it probably have gotten 10 of the parents of my classroom of 25 kids mm-hmm. that have tried to add me on social media. That's uncomfortable. And it feels weird to me. I was watching a TikTok and this kindergartner teacher was on there. And he said that he wants to tell parents that they can't cry when they're dropping the kids off. Why? Be- because it makes the kids upset and it oh. would make it more difficult for him to calm them down when they leave. Okay. But like, how do you not cry? Well, how would you also but I, but, say but that? I can see that though. Like I can, I honestly, I can see both sides because his perspective was like, you're going to cry. Now I have to like, not only calm your child down, but like he's going through all these, you know, 
things that he has to go through. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think that in both of those examples, you couldn't really go tell your kids' parents that easily. Mm-hmm. So instead, let's be a little passive-aggressive this morning. What do you say? Baltimore teachers, we want you to call us up and we want you to tell us the things that you wish you could tell your kids' parents. So this can be really beneficial. Hello, anonymous teacher. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, you wish you could tell these Baltimore city and county uh, parents what? I wish to tell my students' parents that about a week or two weeks before their kids start school, yeah. I wish they would practice, um, you know, opening their go-gurt packets, their uncomfortable packets, yeah. um, tying their shoelaces. So they're more independent coming to school. So like I teach pre-K or pre-K-4. Yes. So, so, the, so these, yeah. kids, these kids are rolling in. These kids are rolling in here acting acting like a bunch of animals. No idea. How to, you're walking around opening go-gurts all morning. Yeah, you got like 30 go-gurts yeah. to open. Okay. Your poor fingers. Parents, we got a couple of yeah, weeks. Absolutely. Let's get our go-gurt act together over Thank here. Thank you. Okay, good one. Thank you yes, for that. Yes, please. 410-583-1065. We have an anonymous text here saying, don't ask for work two days before you leave for vacation. And if you ask for work when you go on vacation, make sure your kids actually do the work. Oh, so like if you're like, hey, really quick, my kid's going to be out for a week. Can we just get all the work there and get done? Right. Yeah, that sounds super annoying. Is this, is this an issue? We got a text from the 410 that says, single dads, don't ask to date me. <laughs> Yeah. Are y'all asking your kids' teachers out? Like, is that a thing? Is that an issue, teachers? Hi, Marie. Good morning. Good morning. You're a teacher? I am in Baltimore County. What do you wish you could tell your kids' parents? That You probably couldn't say face-to-face, but it's a safe place here. That their behavior and their language that they use at home is not acceptable in school. Okay. Wow. So do you think that there needs to be a discussion like, you know, what we say at home needs to stay at home? And just because I'm saying it doesn't mean you can say it in the classroom. Yes. Have you had a parent argue that with you before of like, well, I let it, I let Johnny say the F word at home, so I don't see why I can't say it in your classroom. I don't know if they've argued that, but they've demonstrated it themselves and therefore, hey, you know, it's okay. Oh, so you, but you can see, so can you tell like from kids in classrooms that they, you you know what I mean? If you kind of see a parent behaving a certain way that does that reflect how they treat you? Sometimes. Interesting. Okay. And and sometimes you have to be the one that says, you know, hey, I'm not going to accept that. And you have to understand that. And then sometimes even convince the parents that, you know, this is my world. It's good to know. Hmm. It's mental. I guess that does does have to be hard too, going between. When they're at home, parents are in charge. But then, obviously, when they're at school, teachers are in charge. Thank yeah. you for calling us with that. 410-583-1065. The most common text message that we're getting today is don't text or call your kid while they're in class. Now, that's obviously a new thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, our parents couldn't text us, call us. Like, if they did, you get called down to the office. You were like, oh, my God, I'm in so much trouble. My mom's on the phone. This must be super serious. I didn't realize that that would be a big issue. Totally. But I, I guess it could be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you want to expound on that and let us know uh, if you've like caught your, like, why would a parent need to call their kid in class? Like, for what reason? Like, what would be literally 
the reason of why they have to call in the middle class to say something. I don't. Even, I can't think of a good reason of why they even do that. I mean, if there's like you know stuff after school things, who's picking you up, okay. who's dropping you off. I think there is a long list of things as to why they'd want to communicate during Sounds class. Annoying. But I can understand teachers' frustrations with that. Allison and Glenn Bernie. Good morning. Good morning. You are a teacher. Yes, I am. Well, we're glad to have you here. Thanks. What do you wish you could tell your kids' parents maybe before the school year even starts? Be as blunt as you need to be. I wish I could tell them to talk to their kids about not trying to follow their teacher on TikTok. Is that, y'all, this yeah. is, okay, I'm telling you, I have a friend that said the exact same thing. Totally. I mean, it's the same thing with social media on Instagram or Facebook. Is this a prevalent problem with you too? Well, last year, um, within a month, I had a kid following me, and uh, I mean, it wasn't a big deal then, but then a couple of months later, I have like eight or nine of my students who have followed me. Yeah. And are, are you posting anything on there that's inappropriate? No, I made sure once the first one followed me, I made sure to make that my posts were, you know... Oh, yeah. But that sucks. Oh, that yeah. makes me sad for you, Allison, because TikTok is supposed to be a, a safe, free space. We got to stay off there. You know what I mean? Like, we've got yeah. to literally stay off social media. The two don't need to go together. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Are you a liar if you have a picture of someone else's dog on your dating profile? Yes. <laughs> yes. That was just a hypothetical question to get us into the segment here, Jessica. Oh. If that is the case, then you may call me a liar because that's exactly what I've had on my dating profile. By the way, since the dawn of my dating profile, mm. I've got this picture of me that I think I look pretty attractive in. Jessica, to be fair, it's about four years old now. Yeah, I was about to say, what? Yo, hey, yo. <laughs> yo, it's time to, time to change it up, my guy. I was 36 in this photo. Yeah, I remember this guy. This is uh, not you anymore, It was back when live in California. Yeah, I know it and is. I was doing an adoption dog event, and there was this super cute friggin' dog. And the, <laughs> and the you may have actually taken this picture, honestly, it Jess. It probably was me. And... 
I have it as the number one picture in my dating profile. Oh. It's the first thing in there. So I was talking to this girl, and she was like, oh, my God, your dog is so cute. Mm-hmm. And th- by the way, not the first time this happens. This happens probably once a quarter, where someone will mention, will come in with a leading line of, yes, dogs. hey, your dog is so cute, tell me more. You love dogs, I love dogs, let's get it. Yeah. I then have to come in and say... Okay, so honestly, that's not my dog. Mm-hmm. Red t- flag, liar. <laughs> typically, typically, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I got a message on Monday from this girl, and we were just same same ordeal, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not like my the dog. owner of the dog <laughs> <laughs> wants royalties. Yeah, and she's like, that feels a little deceptive. Mm-hmm. That that's not even your dog on your dating profile. Now, yeah. keep in mind, I've got a beautiful fourteen-year-old Chihuahua, fourteen-year-old tomorrow named named Kiki. Doesn't but feel like it. I don't have any pictures with Kiki that I think I look cute in. Oh hell no! So that's why I didn't I didn't put it up there. Do you think that is deceptive to use someone else's dog? Like, would you feel some kind of way mm-hmm. if you were starting off a talking situation with someone only to find out the way they're perceiving themselves is already off a lie a little bit you are two things one a liar two a cheater (laughs) you're a liar because this isn't your dog this is a photo from over four years ago you don't look like this anymore two you're a cheater because kiki apparently who is the love of your life is being cheated on by this younger dog Does that make it look bad? It makes it look really bad. It makes you look that you're ungrateful for the dog that you have. So that, no, but seriously, uh, drop, drop the, drop the, the jokes for a second. No, no, honestly, I'm kind of shocked that you even have another dog on here other than Kiki. Like, I'm very defensive of her right now. Like, (laughs) you know, like, honestly, I think that's really, really messed up. And I do think you're lying. And I, I, I I think this is a valid question because my friend is doing the same thing. He's using a... A dog. One of my best friends back home in California is using my parents' dog. All the photos Puppy. of my best friend on his dating profile are with my parents' dog. He doesn't even live in the same area as my parents. <laughs> he has a, a dog of his own, and he has actually started a conversation with the girl on our dog, Suki, and hasn't told her that that's not his dog yet. So I think that this is an issue that we need to address. My philosophy on dating app pictures is I never go in believing anything I see. Dating apps to me are complete marketing. I am here to get the swipe. And if the swipe happens to include a cute dog and a picture of me from four years ago, I'm in the door. I've never felt of it as any inauthentic as the filtered photos mm-hmm. that people are putting up with themselves. Like, listen. This is, so this is up current day. That's, I just literally sent you a screenshot of my Bumble right now. Why you got Georgia Southern 2006 on here? Well, that's where like, I went, straight up. went to school. Yeah, I know, but like, who cares? That. I know, I just think it's, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Old picture, 2006 details, dog that's not yours. I think we gotta step it up. <laughs> These are the things that are no longer cool once you turn 30, at least according to the internet. Jess, you need to know this list because you're almost there. This is your last year of 29. Jess is 29. I'm 39. And I can tell you someone that's done this 30-year-old thing for nine years now, it's rocky at times. So I went on Reddit. There was a question on there that says, what's not cool anymore once you turn 30? And I want to run through some of these mm-hmm. and let's see if we agree, okay? Okay. Getting blackout drunk. Getting blackout drunk. This says, turns out it's not that fun. Uh, you're just an alcoholic after 30 if you, if you do that. Getting blackout drunk. No, to me, you can't get blackout drunk once you're 30. It's no longer cute. It becomes an issue. Like, when I see my friends my age, they're still getting blackout drunk. It's just not It's not cute to me anymore. Mm. Thoughts? 
I don't think you can get blackout drunk as much as you used to, but I don't think it should be off the table. You think it needs to be like wean, you have to like wean yourself off of it? I just think that there's certain situations and occasions that you should be allowed to do so and no judgment there. Such as? Such as bachelorette parties or, you know, certain birthdays with your friends or, you know, like I live across the country from my friends. So when we're together, it's a mess and it's the best time ever. I wonder if you feel the same way though when you turn 30. There is this weird thing that happens. That's uh, that's actually the next comment on Reddit says the same thing. Hangovers, if you're 20, completely fine. Just give me some coffee, give me a sandwich, I'm going to be good. Hangovers when you're 30, no longer cute, right? It's like, oh my God, I've ruined my whole entire day. Like, there's there's no recovery. It's almost yeah. like when you walk into work and you're in your 20s and you're kind of talking with your coworkers and you're like, oh man, I got so drunk last night. I just got, you know, I'll take some Excedrin though and I'll be good. Yeah. Versus you walk in, like, hangovers are a nightmare past No, 30. hangovers are definitely terrible. That's something I'm experiencing now. Now, though, you just have to be strategic. So if I know that I don't have a day to be hungover, then I won't, you know, it, that's going to determine my actions. Not happening. We're talking about this list on Reddit where people are saying what's no longer cool when you turn 30. And if you want to add to the list, text us, 410-583-1065. Go over a couple more of these. Sleeping eight people... In a hotel room just to save money. Oh. <laughs> there is a big difference. Like, when I was in my 20s, yeah, if we were to go to Orlando or something. Yeah. And, or spring break. Spring mm-hmm. break's a great example. You go to Florida for spring break, and you're it's all about saving money. Totally. It's like we can easily put 10 people in this room. We can get six people in the beds. Yeah. Two can sleep on the couch. Two on the floor. We'll rotate. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, if I'm not getting my own bed, I'm not going. I'm not, I don't even know if I want to share a room at this point. But in my 20s, I could do it. It's no longer cute. Stacking people that many, especially if you have a family. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be at a point where your kids get to a certain age where you're probably like, you're 12? Yeah. We gotta I definitely, get, we gotta get I definitely enjoy my space. And I don't, I don't mind that. And I don't know if that's like a 30-year-old thing. I think that's just at a certain... I don't know. I feel like I've been feeling that way for a minute. I just kind of like my space. Yeah. All right. Let me give you one more. Um, there's so many good ones on here. What if we did... Anything that's called an after party, okay? Like, I can barely make it to the party. <laughs> used to be cool. You know what I mean? Like, it used to be cool to go to the after party. You know, like, if you ever went to a club or a concert, and it's like, hey, after the concert tonight, everybody's going to the after party. You know what I think it is now? I think it's more selective, because I feel like the after party was way more fun, because it would just be a select people that you actually wanted to be with. Now, I'm just like, I just want the after party. I just want to be with the people that I want to be with. The I squad. Yeah, the big, the big, big crowd of people that I'm not talking to that has no interest to me. I just want to be with, like, the eight people that I'm down with, and I'm cool with that. I need to know if there is a good cop and bad cop in every relationship because in mine, I think I am the bad cop <laughs> and it, it's not even like I didn't choose this life. And I think Garage Boy has chosen this life for me and I'm honestly not happy about it. What's happening? So <laughs> this past weekend, we were, we went out to eat and at the end of the meal, our server like disappeared and I'm very, like, patient because I served for, like, seven or eight years, you know? Yeah. And I'm just chilling. It's not, like, crazy busy. And I'm like, okay, maybe she went on break and, like, didn't tell someone to cover. Whatever, 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 right? But now it's, like, 20 minutes. And I'm, obviously, we're kind of getting stir crazy. And at this point, it's like, so, like, we need to, like, get it. And all the other servers are, like, ignoring our table because we're not in their section. And I'm right. like, all right, now this is just getting annoying. And so... 
I'm sitting there, and I know that my boyfriend, Garage Boy, is, like, getting annoyed, too, you so know? You, you can feel his frustration. Yeah. This isn't, isn't just you. No, it's not just me. Okay. No. We're, like, sharing the same feeling and same emotion, and I go to the restroom, and I don't, like, see her anywhere, and I'm, like, assuming, like, maybe, like, he'll do something and, like, say something or ask anyone, you know? And I come back, and he hasn't done anything. And so I then, like, handle the situation. Did he ask you to? No. Did he say, hey, go find the server? Hey, but you you just felt like somebody's got to handle it. Yeah. And obviously, he's not making the... Effort. Effort to do it. Or movement. So I obviously have now got to step in as the unwanted bad cop in this situation. Totally. I got to do it. Yeah. So I handled the situation and we, we, it's done and over. And then I'm thinking about it and I'm like, this is not the first time in our relationship that this has happened ever. And I'm noticing a pattern that he does this whenever we're in any type of situation like this, whether it be like out somewhere, you know, or even in like a social situation. Like I think that he purposely sits back and just waits for me to pop off because be he knows cop. I'll do it. So when did you end up confronting him about this? When we got home and we were making dinner, I just got so upset about it because I'm like, listen, I think that this is an actual issue. Jess recorded it too. Listen. Why do you do it? Why is this a thing? <laughs> you wait for me to get frustrated about something at a restaurant and you sit there quietly like it's not bothering you even though it is bothering you but you won't say anything so i look like the do you do that on purpose no you swear i swear i don't do that on purpose i didn't wait for you to ask but why didn't you ask just in hopes that she'd come around but she didn't you don't secretly just hold off on things like that knowing that i'm gonna be the one to speak up no I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. I think the whole interaction was a lie. Okay, I'm curious. Can we get phone calls going? In your relationship, is there a good cop and a bad cop? Because y'all, honestly, in my marriage, when I was married, oh, yeah. I would for sure let my wife be the bad cop. I would almost force her to be the bad cop. Like, in that situation, I'd be like, hey, hey, go tell that server that we're really annoyed with her and that she needs to, like, get, take care of our check, like, right now. But I don't know if most relationships are like that or we're just, a, you know... Two crazy people. It's not fair. In, in your relationship, is there a good cop and a bad cop, or is that just, just me and Jess? And then which role do you play? Do you want to even play that role? No. Lisa, is there a good cop and a bad cop in your relationship? In every relationship I've ever been in, I have been the bad cop. And even in most of my friendships, if we go out, I am the bad cop. Do you want to be this role? This is what we're trying to figure out. Do you just like, just naturally, because I, I, listen, surprisingly, I was the good cop in. And you're not the good cop and in I, real and life. I, in real life, I'm, I'm the terrible cop. And you know what, Lisa? I'm happy that you made that point about your friendships, too. And I think that's why I'm so frustrated and I probably blew up is because I am that as well. And it's not fair. Yeah, I think it's because I'm, like, really patient until I'm not. Yeah. So And then it's, like, uh, it's just, like, mouth vomit, and I just can't wait, stop, like... That's, yeah. Wait, that's interesting. Is it because is it because you're the nicer person that you have to be the bad cop? Because if, like, the more not nice, the least nice person, no. if they're the bad cop, it no. could get really bad. That's a cop-out. I, I kind of like, like that No, theory. I think that's a cop-out, and I think that's an excuse, and I feel like it's because nobody else wants to deal with it. 
listen, this is a very interesting experiment we're doing this morning. Thank you so much for calling. No problem. Thanks. Chrissy from Pasadena. Let me get Chrissy on. Hey, Chrissy, good morning. Good morning. In your relationship, is there a good cop and a bad cop? There is, and I'm the bad cop. And do you want to be the bad cop? Did you guys like sit down and discuss this? Like, if, when things get tense, who's going to handle it? No, and that's the problem because he's the big muscle brute guy of the relationship. He looks intimidating. People don't approach him. And I'm like the social butterfly. I'm friends with everybody. But when it comes to having to lay down the wall or getting upset or, you know, you order your food and it's not right, I end up being the one to complain. Every time. Every time. And then everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. Exactly. (laughs) You know what? I'm sick of it. We need love, too. I'm tired of it. Why do I you, want him to do it. Yes. Why do you think it is that way? If you're the nicer person and he's the intimidating looking person, why do you feel like that you are the good cop then? He I'm sorry, the bad me cop. because he doesn't like confrontation. Ugh. Jess, why you does, roll your eyes? Because Garage Boy is the same <laughs> freaking way and I can't take it anymore. Is this- yes, I don't like confrontation, but when you're spending your money or especially in times like now, you want things to be correct and you want things to be right. And it's not fair that everyone thinks they're chill. Oh, they're so easygoing. You know what? So am I. But I don't get to be. And I'm <laughs> sick and tired of it. I got to go yell about this radish that's on your damn uh, hamburger over here. Okay? Hey, uh, another Kramer. Hi, Kramer from Columbia. Good morning. Yeah, Kramer with the C. Good morning. Hi. Is there a good cop, bad cop in your relationship? Absolutely. And I'm the bad cop. I always thought it was a woman thing to be pinned as the bad cop. But now hearing everyone's opinions, I'm really like, don't feel so alone anymore. This is, I think it's super interesting as we're talk, kind of breaking this down this morning. So like, give me an example of when you have to play the bad cop. Bad cop. It's normally when we go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like, we'll go to Baltimore City just to hang out. And yeah. I have to be the one to decide where to go, when to go, what to do. And it just gets really stressful when we just want to have, like, a chill time together, just kind of exploring. So yeah, and you're tired. You're tired. Let's say this. I'm, I'm going to give you a scenario. You tell me who handles this in your relationship. Let's just say that uh, a plumber comes to your house to repair your toilet, and it's going to be $300 more than they told you it was going to be over the phone. Who's handling that situation? Me, 100%. That, that's actually happened before with a couch that we had that we couldn't get in our front door. And so you, he was even discussion. Was he like, hey, you, you go handle that. You go handle that. You go handle it. No, he, he goes in the room with our bedroom with the dog. Oh, <laughs> oh that man runs away. No, he runs away. He's like, I am it. mad. Handle it. I'm getting mad. <laughs> This is funny to me, man. I'm so upset. This, is, this may be a thing in every relationship. Okay, let me get on Jasmine. This is interesting. Hey, Jasmine from Pikesville, good morning. Hey, good morning. You were, you're like a reformed bad cop. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. I realized, like, you, like uh, most men, they kind of sit there and wait to see what you do, and most women will take the lead. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, set an expectation and then delegate the expectation so like just in a scenario like yours like yeah. if i'm going to the rest to the restroom i'm like hey make sure this bill's paid before we go we have kids too and it's the same in the house like if they're running around i just now it's to the point i can kind of give them like a side eye like you better take care of them yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so- and now it's like the expectation is set like it, uh, things like calling the doctor yeah. calling places for him all of that 
you just got to push it on them, create that expectation early, because I've been with my husband for 12 years. Yeah. So do it early. That way you're not like me down the line, because then it, it can lead to arguments when you really don't want to deal with it, even yes. the plumbing stuff. If a plumber's there, dude, you need to be down there with the plumber, seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. That way if something happens and there's more that needs to be charged, I don't have to come to you like, hey, he's saying this. Because now you're aware. Right. You got tra- to tra- train us. You got to train us, right? Yeah, pretty much. You know, guys, they, they don't like the confrontation. I can totally agree. My husband is the most late back guy. But now, you know, he's, he. I think he likes knowing that I believe he can do more. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 